Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome, I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. Today's show is with Cynthia Mazzaferro, Michael Houlihan, and Bonnie Harvey. Cynthia is a visionary and motivational speaker, international award winner, and number one best-selling author, Ray K. Master, and powerful beyond measure life coach. Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey built the famous Barefoot Wine brand, starting in the laundry room with no money and no knowledge of their industry. More on them in a moment, but first, with two high-profile and high-volume talk shows, I'm doing what you would expect. I'm combining them into one show. Please pardon my dust while I expand. The new show is what you're hearing now, The Tony D'Urso Show. Now, on one show, you'll hear from world-class influencers, celebrities, and elite entrepreneurs. I continue to broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m. on Voice America's Influencers Channel. Please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. And this show continues to be published every Friday and is available wherever you listen to my shows right now. Now let's make it easier for you. Listen on your Android or Apple device. Go to TonyDurso.com slash mobile and get the app. TonyDurso.com slash mobile. I appreciate you as a great engaging audience and I do hope you understand this consolidation as I am expanding tremendously. The summary, continue to listen to my shows just as you normally do, the way you normally do. That was easy. Thanks again for being a great audience. I love your feedback and welcome your comments as always. Today's interview is with Cynthia Mazzaferro, Michael Houlihan, and Bonnie Harvey. All right, here's some info on Cynthia. She's a visionary and motivational speaker, international award winner, number one best-selling author, Ray K. Master, and Powerful Beyond Measure Life Coach. Her award-winning book, Powerful Beyond Measure, explores your past, empowers your present, and envisions your future, filled with purpose, passion, and success. Welcome to the show, Cindy. Thank you, Tony. I'm very excited to be here today with you. Cindy, is the honor and pleasure is mine. As always, I love having you on my shows, and it's just great to have you and interview you I'm so excited to talk about this. But first things first, Cindy, I'd love to know in our audience as well, how did it all start for you? Well, where it actually started was um, myself realizing that my past, um, when my parents got divorced, was still impacting me 30, 40 years later in my marriage and family, and how I was being perceived or how I thought I was being perceived with other people. And the whole thing is I was afraid people were going to leave me like my father um, left myself and my four sisters. So once I started to realize that the past actually impacts your present and future and expectations, that you we need to take that own responsibility to change that perception, to change that impact on your life. And you're the only ones can make that change. And um, so that's what my book's all about. And there's wonderful processes that teach you and help you explore what are these patterns that are repeating in your life. 
and how can you change them to make your life successful and happy? Well, you know, I love the title of your book, Being Powerful Beyond Measure. And the byline says, three steps to claim your power within for a happy and healthy life. And I want to tell you, Cindy, I want some of that. (laughs) Well, you know, so often we lose our power because we're always concerned about how the external world views us. You know, are we funny enough, smart enough? Do we work hard enough? Do our people respect us? All of these things play into how we view ourselves. Instead of really becoming and falling in love with yourself and understanding that you don't have to please everyone outside of yourself, you need to really connect and optimize yourself, empower yourself. And that's what this book's all about, is taking your power back, finding your inner power, and empowering you to create success and happiness in your life. Makes great sense. Can you tell us about some of the limitations that we should look out for that could limit us and affect our abilities to succeed and be prosperous? Sure. So I kind of structured today's interview more based on revenue, success, and revenue we often think of business, but our personal and business lives together are intertwined. But my focus today will be more on the business aspect. And a lot of times we either lack the focus Um, of what we want to achieve, or we are too driven. We have too much focus. And um, either one of those can actually be a problem if they're not uh, balanced within the professional world as well as your personal world. In addition, really identifying what is the benchmark that allows you to be successful. You know, so often our goal, a pot of gold, if you will, is five years out maybe. And we don't have smaller goals set earlier on in different time frames that we can um, receive and be grateful for those acknowledgements, those accomplishments, that success. So often people don't really even know how to define success. And that's a really important component because if you're always still looking for people to give you the applause, to reinforce and acknowledge your accomplishments, and if that's not going to happen for years, then you're never really being satisfied. And so We need to be really clear on what is success for you. And so often this really needs to sometimes be worked out with your life coach, uh, mentor, because we um, often become too focused on what we're working towards that we really lose clarity on what is success and why are we doing it? What's the reasons we're reaching for that success point is another thing. And then the other thing is, is that, So often we equate success individually. We're allowing our success to bring in other people. So for example, if you're a manager, success does not have to really fall on just your shoulders. Success would be creating a dynamic culture within your department where everyone is optimizing, everyone's feeling empowered and, and respected and a contributor towards the end goal, the benchmark we're looking forward to. So depending on your personality, where your weaknesses are, limitations are, you're going to be a different type of management person and how it influences your understaff. So those are a lot of things that can actually create the limitations that affect us from a, being successful. And um, so I'll stop there and let you proceed with what you think about that before we add on to more. 
Well, you know, you really got my mind going on this, on how we define success. And I am sure everyone has their own picture, concept, model of what is success to them. But there's got to be this overriding concept of what is success. And is do you find and can you tell us what is success for people? How do we define success? Well, most people define success as uh, usually a monetary amount of money, a prestige, a certain classification or power designation, feeling heard and respected. These are all things that internally we're trying to satisfy. It's like an aspect of yourself that you never were really nurtured or fulfilled as a child. And so that same urgency of soothing your inner demons, if you will, those inner desires constantly play into your adult life unless you're aware of what they are. And then you can choose what your success might be instead. So for example, if you're a person that's very strong, verbally strong, verbally um, authoritative, take charge, do it all yourself. No one does it as good as yourself. And that can be at home as well as at work. And often if there is an interlay, interplay between the two environments, that if you don't realize that's your nemesis, and although you might have thought that was always your strength, it becomes your weakness because you don't allow people in. You're trying to have an ego that supersedes and proves to people that you're more powerful, that see me, I'm the superstar here. So that when you realize that you don't have to be that superstar, you don't have to be the, the um, ultimate survivor, the ultimate person who is the one that accomplished something, that you can be a team player and that your job, your role is to really empower, to co-mingle, to bring out the best in everyone for the final success that we're trying to achieve. So once you understand why you are driven to do something a certain way and you understand the background to it, you can all of a sudden change how you're entering into work and personal relationship and see what needs to shift to create that success. So when I work with coaching clients, we often um, talk about their goals, but we talk about why are these your goals? You know, why is this so important to you? And it's really important to understand that because once they realize why they're doing it, all of a sudden those goals aren't important and then other goals become more applicable. Cindy, thank you. And, you know, I define this success different ways. And one way, kind of not to be too silly, but when my refrigerator is full and bills are being taken care of and everything is good, I'm going, yeah, you know, it's good. I'm making it. So that could be also another indicator of success though that's probably just not not that it's silly but we all think of things differently but when we're really doing really well in our job our career things are going well less friction perhaps then i think that's also a good sign of of success not that not that you can't have the emotional aspect and and i think that's a good thing you know what makes you feel happy what is um creating less stress in your life Uh, those are components that go into being successful, being complete and happy. And I think that's an important aspect to bring up because so often people participate in life in their goals and what they're working towards and they don't um, acknowledge and receive and experience the happiness 
enjoying or experiencing that goal, that success. Because often success is usually an endpoint. You know, I've achieved this, whatever this might be. I've lost five pounds. I've got a raise for $3,000. So it's, it's really important that we are very present and aware, um, experiencing and finding joy in our accomplishments. And I think that's very important in life. Well, thank you. Now, let's talk about this in changing and so forth. What do we need to see? It's probably not a question we can answer generically for everyone, but is it a change in our culture and business? Is there a change in how things go? What do we need to see to know that we're getting more powerful? It's a great question. So what I would encourage people to ask themselves, am I happy with what I'm doing day to day in my personal life? in my social life, in my health, physical fitness life, in my professional life? Am I just doing everything because on the schedule, but I totally am distracted, not entertained? Uh, My relationships are strained. I'm under a lot of stress. You know, asking yourself and evaluating your, your life is really important to be able to decide if you need a cultural change within your own body as well as the environment that you're living in. And that's really important. And part of that process when I work with clients is actually doing that self-inner work. Why are you distracted? Why do you procrastinate? Why are you unable to see the joy, the experience, the intimacy in your personal relationships, letting down your barriers? So these are things that have to be examined for you to really experience success and happiness and completeness in your life where um, you wake up every morning feeling refreshed, excited, ready to go out there and um, engage in life. Good point. This is the Tony D'Urso Show. Just ahead, the chat continues with Cynthia Mazzaferro, Michael Houlihan, and Bonnie Harvey. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Check out my other great interviews at TonyDURSO.com or using your Android or iPhone. Get the app at TonyDURSO.com slash mobile. That's TonyDURSO.com or slash mobile. I come downstairs and I overhear my, my mum and dad talking in our native Farsi that, you know, potentially we might lose our, our, our last shop and we've always had stores growing up. I guess I was just in my own little bubble enjoying my, my job in music and I didn't really realise that Potentially, our house was on the line. We both knew something had to change. I genuinely, firmly believed in the digital process, in in getting our garments seen online. I knew we needed help, and I knew we needed a platform to help get our content seen and our message heard. The first campaign that we engaged with AdRoll returned 27 times the ROI. I can turn back and say to Dad, look, Look what we've accomplished. To learn more about how Nav Salemian turned his family business into a global retail brand, visit adroll.com slash RCR. That's A-D-R-O-L-L dot com slash RCR. 
You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune in to Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and get amplified. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDURSO.com. Now, back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show. Today's show is with Cynthia Mazzaferro, Michael Hulhan, and Bonnie Harvey. Cindy is also a featured author in the best selling book, Shine Your Light. Powerful Practices for an Extraordinary Life, along with other New York Times number one best-selling authors, including Marcy Shimoff, Janet Bray Atwood, Chris Atwood, and George Affleck. All right, and now back to the chat with Cindy. This is soaking in, and I'm thinking about this, being powerful beyond measure. And one of the things I see you talk about is how people repeat themselves, especially in a negative pattern. And it's kind of hard for people sometimes to spot it ourselves that we're doing something wrong. It's hard to analyze ourselves, but yet... It can be, but if you actually, um, and my book helps you do this, Powerful Beyond Measure, um, if you actually start to look at repetition, you know, when you go into work, do you feel that no one says hello to you? So you feel persecuted, you feel rejected, you feel ignored. If that's your perception going into work, and if you think back in life, oh, nobody, you know, invited me to go to the dance or I wasn't really able to play on team sports or I was picked last in gym class or um, whatever. But it's always you're being persecuted, you're being eliminated from the collective whole. This is your mental perception of it, your understanding. And it follows you because you haven't resolved why you feel that way. Why is that nemesis still part of your your essence, who you are? Why does it 
still follow you as a shadow. And so having that understanding and coming to terms with that is so life changing because um, maybe no one sees you when you go to work because they're all engaged in work. It has nothing to do with you being invisible, but it was your childhood that made you feel invisible when, when people didn't interact with you. And so we have to change our perception of life in the present, which is all we can live in is the present moment. We can't go back and relive our past. And we can't even live in the future because the future never doesn't really exist, right? The only thing that exists is the present moment. So we do have control of that. We have the power within ourselves to change how we perceive that and how we interact with that. I like that part that we have control over our present. 100,000% yes. We can control everything we do right now. And we can make that decision between doing something with the mortgage money or not, or whatever, just to be kind of a little silly on that. Now, and again, it requires us, I believe, first, the first little door that we got to open is that we can improve, that there may not be something perfect with us. We have to realize that there is room for improvement and how we can go about improving that, especially when we do things that we know we shouldn't do, we know aren't good for us, and yet we do them. Just a total crazy example is a diabetic person that's not supposed to eat chocolate bars or heavy sugar, yet they'll do it because it's such a habit. Well, the first thing is knowing you've got to not do that and recognize that and accepting it. I think you've mentioned this, take responsibility that, hey, I shouldn't do this and try to correct it. But Cindy, it's so hard for us to correct ourselves sometimes. And can we actually go through any kind of steps to help that with your book? Well, in my book, there's many exercises that will actually work you, walk you through that process. And I think the parts that the most important is once you've identified what you, um, that shadow that's following you, that negative thought, that negative expectation, um, that repetition that you don't want to continue to do, whether it's eating that candy bar or always feeling persecuted, you know, any, there's so many things it could be and everyone's situation is different. But once you identify that, then you can feel empowered and have really concrete steps that you're going to use and implement in your life to change the course of action you take. So typically, most people react to a stimuli. So if I put this candy bar in front of you to follow up with your analogy here, you're going to be more tempted where you react to it. You you jump right on it, you open it up and you eat it. But responding is a conscious act of choosing, and I'm going to say that word again, choosing, being empowered to make a decision, an action or inaction of what you want to do to change the outcome and behavior. And this empowers you to create a change in your your patterning, your life, with different results and outcomes. And that's what's really so powerful here. Makes great sense. And again, I think people need some help sometimes when they have a blind spot and don't recognize it. And they may need some help. I think back with what you're saying, I think back to a diabetic I once met, heavy diabetic. And while we're talking just casual conversation, the person happened to say, never, never literally never drinks Cokes and never has sweets. Meanwhile, what's on the table in front of this person? 
a Coca-Cola and a donut. And the person's eating and saying, I never eat these things. Yet I happen to know the person and that's the person eats them a lot. So it's such a blind spot. If I said to the person, that's a Coke right there and a donut, the person would say, oh, no, it's not because it's such a blind spot. But the person also realizes that there has to be a change. And I think I think a person, a mentor, a, a helper, a coach, I think that's really needed for some people because just like that, you know, we probably don't know our own blind spots because we're so used to them and so accepting of them. Exactly right. And, and having a life coach that works with you is so powerful, so life-changing in, again, every area of your life. And um, it really, you know, life coach is, is such a vital companion in that it actually is one that is going to optimize your goals. And sometimes your goals become defunct because, again, you have those blinders on. What you think you want is not really what you want or what you really need. And so often our goals will change and morph into things that are much more profound and life-changing and more of a solid foundation, if you will. Because when you change the foundation of what you need to change, everything else changes. So it, it's really important. I think it's a great point that why not work on what you really need to work on to optimize and get the results you want, which you might not even understand what that is. Exactly. I like that, Cindy. And that would then lead to increased success in business, life, relationships, at your job, if you're a solopreneur, at your own business, and and so forth, and grow and grow and grow. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe somewhere I see here that you give introductory meetings to people. Yes. So I'm happy to actually um, have a one-on-one private conversation with anyone interesting in um, consulting or pursuing a life coach experience to see if we're a good fit for each other. Because it is my goal to optimize and get the results that you want, but I want to make sure it's a good connection. So I'm happy to spend 10, 15 minutes with anyone that wants to um, reach out to me um, to set up a time to talk and see if what your, your goals are and uh, have that dialogue to see if we're a good fit and then how we can actually move forward in accomplishing those goals and achieving a change in your life because you're the only one that can change your life. And, um, you know, having a life coach, you don't want them to be empowered um, to control your life. You need to control your life. And making choices and feeling empowered is my goal to teach you strategies and techniques that you can implement in your life. Well, that's very nice of you, Cindy. Thank you on behalf of the audience for that offer. How can people get a hold of you if they want to uh, check out a little bit more about you? They go to your website? Yes, they can go to my website, which is CynthiaMazzaferro.com. And there's, a, of course, a contact um, tab at the top. Or you can email me at info at CynthiaMazzaferro.com. And I'm going to spell that for the audience, Cynthia, and then Mazzaferro. M-A-Z-Z-A-F-E-R-R-O.com, Cynthia Mazzaferro.com, or as I like to say, being the Italian, Mazzaferro. <laughs> and you do that so well. <laughs> Grazie tante. And also on your site, Cindy, people can get your book, Powerful Beyond Measure? My book's available worldwide. It's available at any um, brick and mortar, so Barnes and no- Noble, Bams, a Million, any of the bookstores, or you can get them online at Amazon. 
and all of the other stores, Walmart, Target, you can get them online there as well. This is the Tony D'Urso Show. Just ahead, the chat continues with Cynthia Mazzaferro, Michael Houlihan, and Bonnie Harvey. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You heard that a majority of businesses fail. Don't be a statistic. Get my book free, The Vision Map. Beat the odds for your business success. Get it free at TonyDurso.com slash vision. And set up your own successful vision map. TonyDurso.com slash vision. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show. Today's show is with Cynthia Mazzaferro, Michael Houlihan, and Bonnie Harvey. All right, back to the chat with our guests. So I encourage you to reach out and actually um, do that at a very minimum. The book is also going to be coming out as an audio book as well. Um, and I also provide you six free gifts, including meditations, audio meditations, and a workbook. So instead of writing in the book, you can actually write in the Word document. And then this is a book you're going to use multiple times in your life. So um, you can, again, use this workbook and just download it again and put a different year on a different date. And your goals are going to change because you're changing. And that's what we want. We want to be empowered to create the life that brings us joy and happiness and success. And we are our own nemesis and can be. And so when you realize that you hold all the strings, all the keys to the doors of opportunities, um, then you realize that your success waits for you and it is limitless. I love that. Limitless. Yes, our success is limitless. We can just keep on going. You know, I totally agree. And it's not just money we can keep going. We can keep going in, in the richness and values of relationships and, and having good people around us. I think that's also part of our definition of success, and it should be if it's not. Thank you. Once again, Cynthia Mazzaferro, Being Powerful Beyond Measure. Her website is Cynthia. M-A-Z-Z-A-F-E-R-R-O dot com. 
Cindy, it's so delightful to have you. We've done so many chats. Time flies again. I just wanted to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Well, thank you very much, Tony, and, and much success. I know you're busy with many, many projects. And again, I hope you're enjoying your pursuit and the road to your successes. And um, wish you much success on that journey. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And now we have Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey joining us. Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey built the famous Barefoot Wine brand, starting in a laundry room with no money and no knowledge of their industry. International speakers and advisors to startups and Fortune 500s alike, their New York Times bestseller is required reading in 50 schools that teach entrepreneurship. Welcome to the show, Michael and Bonnie. Well, thank you, Tony. We are delighted to be here. It's my honor and pleasure to speak with you once again. And we have some new things to talk about. But first things first, for our audience, please, can we have a little bit more of your backstory and tell us how did it all start for you? Well, Tony, we didn't try to get into the wine business. We say we fell into the wine business backwards. And uh, the reason is, is because I just met this gal, Bonnie, and uh, we got along real well. And I guess we've been together for about a year. And she came to me and she said, you know, I got this client that's owed about $300,000. I wonder if you could go see if you could collect. And I thought, gee, this is great. I just met her, you know, and uh, she wants me to go collect 300 large. (laughs) So I, yes, I, so I, I went to this winery that owed this grower that she worked for the 300 And when I got there, they had already declared bankruptcy, so it didn't look good for the home team. And the only thing I could get out of there with was a trade for goods and services. So we didn't get the money that was owed her client, but we did get $300,000 worth of wine and bottling services. And so we said, well, heck, we'll just slap a label on it and put it in a chain store and sell it out and make a few bucks, pay off the debt, and we'll be down the ramp. You know? Right. How how hard could it be? <laughs> sounds like uh, sounds easy. It sounds like a challenge a lot of a lot of us would love to just jump into. Yeah, and how long could it take, right? Well, exactly. it was an opportunity that we really couldn't pass up, Tony. Yeah, so some people say follow your passion, but we actually followed our opportunity passionately. I was gonna say that, Michael, because I find that happens to me also. Opportunities come that I just can't say no. I didn't really expect it or plan it. And when that opportunity comes, you got to really just grab that and check it out and run with it. And you'd be impressed and amazed at what will result from it. And now back to you, Michael, the rest of the story. So so how hard was taking all of this inventory <laughs> and selling it? Oh, well... It was a new career. I had to give up my practice uh, as a consultant, uh, and I had to focus 100% on this job. Uh, It turned out to be absolutely humongous. It was way bigger than we expected. And of course, you know, I guess ignorance is bliss, because if we weren't so darn naive, there would be no barefoot today. Uh, We got into this thing 
uh, thinking it was a snap. And then we find out, oh, you mean you got to have a license for that? You got to have a license for this. In fact, every state in the union had three or four licenses that you had to have. They all had to be current. You're constantly being investigated. And where did the money come from that you're using? And, and on and on. And then, Well, luckily, we didn't have to answer that question because we didn't have any money to start with. We were broke. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's very interesting there because you've got this inventory, but now because of these licenses and other fees, you've taken on an additional expense, which sounds like it's very large. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, it was really large. And we told the person, see, because when we did the trade, we thought that the person that Bonnie was working for was going to take the trade and market the the wine uh, to get paid back. But he said, oh, no, I'm not going to get involved in that kind of wine merchandising business. You know, that's just too tooth and nail for me. And he was right. We didn't know any better. And we said, "Okay, well, then we'll do it and we'll owe you the money. But, you know, we're going to have to run it through the cycle two or three times before you get paid back. So we basically used the debt as cash for the first two or three years. In other words, when we sold off, you know, three quarters of the wine, we took the money, we bought more wines and put those back on the market. We used the money for marketing. We used the money for promotion. And so consequently, we did that. But we also learned how to be very resourceful. And, And that's what we tell our clients today is before you go out there and borrow a bunch of money from a VC or get some investor that wants 51% of your equity, uh, take take a really good look at your assets. You know, what are your hidden assets? And, uh, you know, like we didn't have, we didn't even have an office, did we? No, we didn't have an office, but we had a little extra room in the laundry room where the washer and dryer were supposed to be because we couldn't afford a washer and dryer. So we had some space there. Oh, my goodness. The laundry office. uh, Yeah, we (laughs) cleaned off an old door that we found in the back barn and put it on two sawhorses. That was our first desk. Yeah. So now, if I understand this, you had the wine. You, you of course, had to go out of pocket for all these fees and licenses, sell a little bit, pay more off, and sort of – it almost sounds like you could be digging yourself into more of a hole than digging out of a hole. We did at first, yeah. Yeah. And if we would have added everything up and just quit, we would have been bankrupt any time during the first four years of business. Yeah, we actually hired years. Yeah, yeah, four years. Well, the thing is, you're constantly spending more than you're making because you have to expand your business uh, to achieve any kind of efficiencies of scale. You have to remember, we're selling a, a wine for $5 or $6. Well, heck, you got to sell a lot of bottles to make that pencil. And uh, actually, we had to sell 200,000 cases before we could break even. Oh, my goodness. Now, there were several tools and techniques or strategies, probably is the better word, that you utilized. One of which is, I believe, helped you a lot is strategic allies. Is that so? And How can we all take advantage of something like that? Our strategic allies were responsible in a great degree for our success. Now, uh, you find your strategic allies when you take a look at your accounts payable and your accounts receivable. 
any company on those lists will benefit when you grow, okay? And so they are strategic allies because as you grow, they grow. So why not work together so you can both grow and have more profits together? And that's what we did. That's one of the biggest ways that we found to be resourceful and continue in business without borrowing money. And you don't just walk up to uh, a supplier, say, and say, uh, listen, uh, I'm going to grow this business. Uh, you know, if I get big, you'll get big. Y- you have to say it more like, uh, I'd like to meet with you every quarter and give you um, our strategic growth plan and what we intend to do and show you the level of uh, supplies that we're going to be buying from your company. And we also are interested in signing a long-term contract with you so that if you do play ball with us and advance us credit and, and special terms, that we won't leave you for another supplier. And then comes the day when you can't make your payment, okay? Oh, my gosh. And uh, how did you handle that, Bonnie? Well, first of all, it's the worst feeling in the world, but most small businesses starting off are going to experience that, let's just say, more than once. So instead of waiting for the company, let's say the glass company, because we always owe them the most money buying the bottles, Let's say I was uh, looking at my cash flow report and I would see that I'd be unable to make my payment, which was due in another 45 days. And I would give them a call and I'd say, I know that I owe you $30,000 in 45 days. And I'm calling you now to let you know that I won't be able to make that payment on time. I'm sorry. I've got some checks that are coming in after that. So here is my payment plan and when I'll be up to date. But I'm letting you know know now because I know that you were expecting to use the funds that I owe you to pay your own payables. And I don't want you to be stuck and surprised by this. And I'm certainly not going to be a big pay. That's when the person that you owe money to has to call you up and beg to get the money that you owe them. That's a big pay. Nobody wants to be on either end of that. Not a lot of fun. This is the Tony D'Urso Show. Just ahead, the chat continues with Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Check out my other great interviews at TonyDURSO.com or using your Android or iPhone, get the app at TonyDURSO.com slash mobile. That's TonyDURSO.com or slash mobile. You heard that a majority of businesses fail. Don't be a statistic. Get my book free, The Vision Map. Beat the odds for your business success. Get it free at TonyDURSO.com slash vision. And set up your own successful vision map. TonyDURSO.com slash vision. 
Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast-track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show. This segment of today's show is with Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey. Michael and Bonnie are two of the most highly sought-after workshop leaders, keynote speakers, and interview guests on business and executive topics. The two routinely appear on radio, podcasts, and television outlets, including ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and Bloomberg, and they're frequently quoted and interviewed on professional and national publications, including Forbes, Entrepreneur, The Huffington Post, Amex Open Forum, and Costco Connection. And now, back to the chat with Michael and Bonnie. That's very smart where you're making your suppliers, your friends, by involving them and letting them know upfront what's going on. So many of us in probably our historic past here have done it differently. That's a very good way. You're including them in your business. And the more they know about your success and what's going on, the more likely, it seems, of course, it's work, proof in progress, the more likely they're willing to work with you to help you succeed. Exactly. And it's building trust. And that is done over time. That's why when Michael started off saying that quarterly we would meet with our suppliers and let them know what our plans were for the future, but also we let them know what our challenges were. Uh, Certainly, growth is a challenge. You don't just get an order from a big chain store, which happened to us, 600 stores in the chain. They said, yes, well, we couldn't afford to uh, buy all the supplies and pay for them to bottle up the goods needed by these 600 plus stores. So either we're unable to accept this huge order, or we have to work with our strategic allies, the glass company, to extend our terms. 
So we both grow together. By building trust through having meetings with them quarterly, we were able to do this. And also, if they know that you have the contract and they see evidence, they know you're serious and yet you really have these deals. So it would definitely be in their vested interest to work with you instead of have you go to one of their competitors who would deal with you. Exactly, exactly. And I was just going to say, the main thing is to build a relationship. You know, that's why we say soft skills, earn hard cash. Well, there's the hard cash. I mean, we would be out three or $400,000 to pay for that much supply and wait until we got paid for the sale that we made. And if we borrowed it from a bank, we would be paying interest on it. So, Well, the bank wouldn't loan us money in the first place, but yeah. if they would... And you're also yes, talking about a large... Interest. And you're also talking about a large amount of money, too. Yes, sure, we are. Sure. So, so the idea is... You know, first you identify who your strategic allies and, you know, to use street English, it comes down to this. Who gets rich if I get rich? If you can answer that question, then you know who your strategic allies are. And then the next question is, what can they do for me that I would normally have to pay cash for? Like, for instance, in our case, we were able to get our suppliers to not only give us huge discounts for quantity purchases, but they would actually warehouse goods for us free of charge on that purchase and give them to us as we needed them and charge us as we used them. So now that's really working with a supplier at that point. And it's because they believe that we weren't going to stiff them. They believe that we weren't going to leave them. Uh, They believe that we were going to call them and warn them if we had any trouble. Michael, that is brilliant. I just love it. I absolutely love what you've just said. And it's very sophisticated and it's very doable if people follow this. And I know that you teach this as well. And I believe this is also in your book, The Barefoot Spirit, right? Yes, it is. The Barefoot Spirit, How Hardship, Hustle, and Heart Built America's Number One Wine Brand. I love it. And now as part of this, I believe you teach as well. There's ways to save money with, and you have a very unique form of advertising. Can you share some of that with us? Oh, sure. So uh, when we went to the first supermarket uh, and we thought they were going to buy it, uh, they turned us down because we didn't have an advertising budget and it was an unknown label. So they said, hey, we're not going to put this in. You put $200,000 into advertising and we'll put it in. And so we said, well, what are we going to do? And they said, oh, well, you got to sell every mama papa and every little, you know, corner grocery store. There's no way the chains are going to take this because it's not a household name in America. Nobody's ever heard of barefoot wine. And so what we did is went to these, we went to the little grocery stores and the restaurants and the independents and they had the same problem that the supermarket did. They said, well, are you going to advertise this or are we going to get stuck with it? And we said, no, you know, you're going to sell it. Don't worry. And then we were worrying, you know, (laughs) is it going to sell? And then we get a call 
from a neighborhood group in Chinatown in San Francisco, and they're trying to raise money for a kids after school park. And they ask us for 50,000 bucks and we go, you gotta be kidding, you know, we don't have any money like that. Uh, but what we have is wine, so we'll give you some wine. Maybe you can use it at your fundraiser, maybe to loosen some people up, they'll write a bigger check. <laughs> maybe you can auction it off and you know buy a couple of swings, slides, or sandboxes with it. And they said, okay, and they, t- they took the wine. And uh, we never heard from them again. But the sales in the stores that were in the neighborhoods around that particular group took off we saw a major increase in sales. And that's when we realized that people who had attended the fundraiser saw that we were supporting their cause. And so they felt a social reason to support our brand, which was really interesting. So we said, I wonder if this will work in another neighborhood. So we went to another neighborhood. They were trying to clean up a creek and they had a neighborhood association. We gave them product for their fundraiser. Same thing happened we saw a major uptick in sales around that neighborhood. And so then we decided that that's what we would do. We said, okay, we've discovered an alternative to expensive commercial advertising. We're going to support local community groups that are in the neighborhoods around the stores where our wines are for sale. And we did that in neighborhood after neighborhood, city after city, region after region, state after state until we finally covered the whole United States. And we never put a dime into commercial advertising. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely a lot of work too, but absolutely brilliant getting all that local push there because you're supporting their causes. Who would have thought? Sure. And we were also able to get their message into the marketplace in the communities where the fundraiser was taking place. We would put little signs on the necks of the bottles in the markets. And so the the citizens, the people that live in that area would come in and see these and then support this nonprofit or attend the nonprofit event. So we could get their message, the nonprofit message, into the marketplace, an area where they were unable to reach normally. You were going out on a limb on that and it paid off. Oh, yeah, we went out on the limb on several things. For instance, in Lake Tahoe, California, which is between uh, California and Nevada, uh, had a big problem with algae bloom uh, and pollution because it was being overdeveloped. And the developers were basically running the sewer right into the lake. And so there was a big hue and cry among, you know, the tree huggers and the conservationists to stop the development until they could figure out a better way to handle their sewage and runoff problems. And so we decided to side with the group. It was called the League to Save Lake Tahoe, a nonprofit organization trying to raise money and awareness to save the lake from algae bloom. And uh, so we put up we put up signs on our on our stacks uh, in Nevada and in California to support them. And guess what? Nobody would buy our wine because they thought we were siding with these crazy hippies who were trying to stop development of the lake. And they were contractors and they were realtors and developers and the gambling casinos. So they didn't like Barefoot because we actually took sides on a political issue. 
But it turned out in the long run that the algae bloom was destroying the property values around the lake. Contrary to what they thought at first. And, it, oh, and so see. it actually hurt their it hurt their property value and people didn't want to buy up there because the lake was starting to get polluted. So they had to clean it up. And so all of a sudden, the Keep Lake Tahoe Blue people turned out to be the heroes. And then our sales took off. Like crazy, <laughs> so, you know. So you can you can take these these touchy issues. You can get on the sides of certain issues, but you'd better be on the right side of history. <laughs> exactly, you have to know which side. Those are very brilliant ways of doing it without money. And of course, you're selling the wine to the community. You want their support. Can you apply this, Michael and Bonnie? To so many of us have books. We have internet services and products. Is there a way to now? do it electronically or over the internet? Well, sure. You know, the thing is, what we're really talking about here is what we call worthy cause matchmaking. Okay. And what that is, is, you know, where is there a group or a network that is made up of people who would buy your books, your services, your advice, whatever it is that you're offering over the internet that already exists. They're already talking to each other. They're already in a group. And what can you do to help them? You know, our friend uh, Meisner, Ivan Meisner with the International Business Network has a great saying. He says, the best way to network is to take off your bib and put on your apron. And we, we absolutely love that expression because what he's saying is, it's what can I do for you? So you go to these networks and you say, what can I do for you? Can I write about what you're trying to do in my network? Can I take your materials and distribute them for you in my network? And so now you become, you know, an ancillary arm of what they're doing. They see you as part of their group. Oh, and by the way, you've written a book. Well, there you go. So now you have worked your way into the network by doing good deeds for the network. And now the network has a social reason to buy your goods and services. As well as promote you, send out messages about you and how you're helping. And it's, again, all free advertising, free promotion. And it just, it just builds, it just grows, it crescendos. I totally am familiar with that. Very smart on that. And now I want to make sure we get this in. I believe you have uh, your latest project that you're very excited. Can you tell us about that? Yes, we are taking the New York Times bestseller, The Barefoot Spirit, and we're putting it into an audiobook. But it's a theatrical performance in the audiobook. We have different actors, and uh, they are voicing the different parts in our book that tells the stories, the business lessons that we learned. And it's already begun, and it's, it's very exciting. It's going to make reading or listening, in this case, the audiobook, listening to a business book, a real fun thing to do. I like that when there's character acting, it makes it so much easier to just breeze through the book and get it. Oh, yeah. In fact, we, you know, we were looking at business books and, and of course we're on the speaking circuit and everybody's got a business book these days and they all give you your, their books. And so, you know, we read them, but there, here's the three things to do, the five things to never do and the 20 things your customer wants from you. Uh, here's how to be successful. Here's a list. So it's a bunch of lists 
people fall asleep on item number four, you got to keep their attention. And, you know, everybody thought things were going video there for about 10 years, but now it looks like things are really going to go audio. And the reason is, is not just because we're seeing all these podcasts and whatnot, but people jog and they commute and they can listen to the podcast as they go to these various different events. Why not give them an entertaining business book where they can learn some business lessons by following characters and actors around in a skit that has a point to be made? Totally agree. The world is going audio because of exactly those factors you've mentioned. I'm seeing the same thing with my shows. It's going so much faster than ever expected because the availability of people to listen to an audio is so much greater than those having to sit down and watch a video. And please make a note when that audio is done, I want to get a copy. I really look forward to that. This is cool. You bet, Tony. And now I want to make sure also that our audience knows how to get a hold of you. If they have a question, they want to find out more. Your website is thebarefootspirit.com, right? That's right, www.thebarefootspirit.com. And when you go there, you'll see all of our other social there. You'll see our Twitter and our Instagram and everything else. So we're happy to talk to you on any media that you choose. Well, great. Michael and Bonnie, thank you so much for spending some time with us. I've learned some things. I can't wait to take a look at my strategic network out there in the world and how I can do more for them. And it seems to really be going the way. I'm always doing more and more for others, really without thinking of a return, yet that return comes. It's almost magical the way that happens. Well, sure, because you've got yourself a network that's already established and you're giving them a social reason to work with you. Exactly. Well, thank you once again, Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey. Soft skills earn hard cash. Their website is thebarefootspirit.com. Thank you guys so much. Love interviewing you. And please circle back when you have another major update. I love talking to you guys. This is so much fun. Yeah, it's always a great time with you, Tony. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us, Tony. My pleasure, my pleasure, and my honor. And for my amazing audience, thanks so much for listening. Remember, success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Be righteous. Join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.